listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. Now, sit back, pick your poison, and enjoy the entertaining entertainment of two guys who never learned their lesson. Welcome, booze heads and baked potatoes, to another episode of Residual Exhale. And as always, we're sponsored by alcohol and marijuana. Uh, those are our favorite two sponsors, are they not? Uh, they are. Uh, they are. I am Baked, uh, and my name is Baked. And with me, as always, my partner in crime, Boozy. Yes, and uh, Boozy is my name, and alcohol is my game. That is. And it, he's very, uh, he is the Tom Brady of that game. <laughs> I, I, I really just, am. And, uh, I would just like to say. It's really my best friend. It, it, I mean, I, you know. Uh, well, the same could be said for you. That's true. Yeah. Well, best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, everybody, how we doing? This is going to be our Christmas episode. Yes, Woo! sir. Yes, sir. We may take a week off. I may be back uh, next week with uh, maybe a special guest. We might do like a little impromptu podcast uh, back here. Um, I'm not really sure yet what we're going to do, but uh, Baked, where are you going to be? I will be in sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I hate you for that. Enjoying my Christmas. (laughs) Uh, I got the opportunity to go every year. uh, Where I work, my old boss used to take the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's off. He used to save his vacations. Well, now that I'm the boss, we fired his ass. (laughs) Now that I'm the boss, I could take that week and don't think I didn't take the week of Christmas off. So we're going down to Florida to see my fiance's mom and her uncles uh, and the family. So that's going to be a good time. Spend some time on the beach. Yep. So I I will not be here next week, uh, but I will be back the following following week, which will be our New Year's week. Man, we're going to have some crazy podcasts coming up. Yeah, we are. We really are. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, I may do something next week uh, with with a special guest. That'll be the day after Christmas. Um, But then that following week after that is going to be the first... uh, uh, first one in July in, in January. January, and we are going to have a very special guest with us. Yes. Uh, you know, as you all know, we we record here at Singers Karaoke Club in downtown Solve. Beautiful, Beautiful downtown, downtown Solve. And uh, well, right now it's freezing downtown Solve. I mean, with very all the cool. snow, it is kind of beautiful. But it is. Um, regardless of that, uh, we are going to have a very special guest, the owner of Singers Karaoke Club, uh, Holly Berlin. Miss Holly Berlin is going to be with us here. Very good friend of ours. Yep. In two weeks' time. Yep. Actually, was was uh, was instrumental in getting boozy and uh, getting the boozy and baked show started. Uh, at Singers. Yeah. If it um, weren't for her, I don't know if the the two of us would have ever true. started this. That's true. That's yeah, true. We, we kind of we got put together and then got off our asses and started yep. uh, working on things. So we got, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Um, we, yep. So we got just, a, another guest coming up a little bit later on in the month. Uh, yep. One of our, one of our experts on all things science fiction and geeky. Yep. Nerdy. Yep. I guess you could say Jay McConnell. Jay McConnell. He's going to be coming up and we're going to, that'll be. I, that'll probably be a good uh, if you're if you're a nerd you're gonna love that one. Oh yeah, we're gonna Jason, talk when it comes to Marvel, DC. We're gonna talk uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. I mean, everything, anything, and everything geeky we can absolutely. possibly think of. Absolutely, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. You know, all that kind of stuff. We're gonna try to touch on everything. And as always, every Saturday night, you're gonna find us at Singers Karaoke Club. Again, beautiful downtown Salve, the Boozy and Bake Saturday Night Show, where we DJ under the names Jukebox Joel and DJ Kush. Definitely try to catch our show. Yep, I think you'll enjoy that. Starts at 9 p.m. every Saturday. Runs and till of course, 2 a.m. Uh, you're going to be gone for this one because I will. you'll be in I'll be gone beautiful for two Saturdays, downtown but Fort Lauderdale. As I will. That one actually, that one. But I noticed that when I leave, the weather gets warmer here, and that's how it usually works when I go to Florida. I, I certainly I, hope so. I go when the weather all of a sudden is in the 40, 40s and 50s. So. I really hope that it gets like unseasonably warm and like everyone can like barbecue on Christmas Day and like, you know. <laughs> that happened like about four or five years ago. I, will, I don't know if you remember that. I, but. I do. It actually happened, yeah, it happened the first year me and uh, Aaron went to Florida. Yeah. The first year we went to Florida, it was in the middle of February. And it was like 20 degrees when we left. We got to we got to Florida, and the entire week we were gone, it was in the 60s here. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. So. So let's hope that that happens. I mean, hope you you can you leaving may bring us good luck here. Maybe. I'm, I'm ho- certainly hoping that that's that possible. happens. So. So yeah. yeah. So we got all that fun stuff out of the way. Yeah, and um, we are going to talk about Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it it's seems the time appropriate. Of the year. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year, if you I, will, I, as the song I, says. I, I, I yeah. I mean, are, yeah. now are you a fan of Christmas music? Uh no, no. I I um. <laughs> I'm really not either. I uh, <laughs> like like I I I find Christmas music to be annoying overly happy yeah it's over, um, it's a little overwhelming because like i, I don't know i uh, it's almost like it's trying to force you into a good mood yep and like like it, it makes me angry because like like we have one radio station who i won't name names but it rhymes with pi id4 jeff m <laughs> plays I think you probably could have said the fm not <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, they, they, from like the day after Christmas until Christmas Day, the day, or the day after Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving. Yep, they play it nonstop. Christmas it is music. nonstop. Christmas I don't like music. Christmas music. Yep. Um, I like Christmas lights. I like going around. Like I like lights on the lake. Um, yep, yep. I like doing that. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of good Christmas traditions like that. I don't, have you ever heard of there was there's a a thing that has been around for the past few years, and it's like how how long can you go during the Christmas season? Without hearing yes. George Michael's yes. um, Last Christmas. Yes. We talked about that. Um, we got we got talking about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I had been doing so, so well. So did I until that day. I, I don't. And that was that was our, our, our the Christmas party here. Yep. We were talking about that. Because I, I broke that day. It was the 16th of December. That's yep. when I broke. And I was so angry because I remember I, had, I don't listen to Christmas music in my car. I don't listen to it at home. Uh, the where where I work, there's no like overhead music, so yep. I, I don't. I, I can avoid it. I can pretty mm-hmm. successfully avoid it. And I, we, I actually come out to to this uh, to singers and and people sing karaoke songs. But up until that point, they had not sung Last Christmas. So yep. I I got all the way through till the 16th of December. 16th of December. And I walked into a grocery store, and over the the speaker, Last Christmas. Fuckers. Oh my god, I was so pissed off. I cannot even tell you. I just I I think right in the aisle I went shit and like people yep. around me just jumped a little bit. I, I don't like, I'm sorry, him. I'm sorry. I mean it's a terrible song. So I mean let's let's get yeah. like I, I if you if you are one of those people that love Christmas songs, I, I won't apologize for saying this, but you're crazy. You're, yeah. you're crazy. There's no like like you have like some I can tolerate. Like I can tolerate like Bing Crosby, like like Oh like, yeah, yeah, like stuff and like the, that. Like the yeah, the white. But Christmas I swear to and... God, George Michael and that stupid Mariah Carey song, I want to choke her <laughs> with George Michael. <laughs> I I actually have kind of a soft spot for that Mariah Carey song. Uh, All I want for Christmas is you, and the only reason it's not the actual song that she sings, uh, because that again it's so overplayed and it does get annoying. It really does. But the reason that I have a soft spot in, in for that song is because it's featured in one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh uh, well, okay. Which is Love Actually. Love Actually. That's I don't, a good I don't know movie. if you've ever. Yep. It's a really great movie. It's, that it's, is a good movie. It's not a. It's not a completely sappy Christmas movie. It's not a, a hilarious. Like yeah. I mean, the very best. Let, let me, let's digress just a little bit. The very best Christmas movie of all time. Your opinion? Because I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Uh unless you agree with me. My favorite Christmas. Okay, I break down favorite Christmas movies into two things. Okay, real movies and then like animated. Okay, okay, I understand that. That I get that. Nightmare Before Christmas is probably my favorite non-live action, like of any kind. Right. Of any right. Charlie Brown, any of those. Yeah. That's my favorite. Okay. Um, real animated. Let me just chime in with my animated. What would yours be? The original Grinch. The, the the not the Jim Carrey version. No, I'm no, talking you're about talking about the animated. The, the, the yeah. animated Doctor Seuss. Those are those are good. Those are all I mean, narrated I like by those Boris Karloff. I mean, that, that's I do like yeah. the I do like the old the old like I like the deer with or the 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 dog with one hand. Another thing I like about that is that that was animated by the same guy that animated Tom and Jerry. Yep. And you can totally if you watch oh, yeah. those two things, you can totally tell that yep. his animation style yep. is great. Yeah, okay. I like the, well, I like the Nightmare Before Christmas just because I'm you know I mean you've known me yeah. a while I'm yeah. not. I'm and not. oh no, that, don't get me wrong. That, I, that's a that's probably second place for me. But I like that because it can be used for either a, a Christmas yeah. movie or a Halloween movie. But that's my, why I like my it. absolutely favorite Christmas movie of all times, without a doubt, is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay, I'm so glad that we don't have like, to argue about like that. That, that is, is that is hands down the best Christmas movie that's <coughs> ever been made. And and, and while and, and I'm going to say something a little controversial that 
Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. A Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I am going to disagree with you on that Die one. Die Hard is a Christmas movie in the sense of in the world that they're in, it's Christmas. Okay, well, but in our world, it was not Christmas. That really doesn't matter. It and, does. and in the same way, I'm going to say Gremlins is a Christmas movie because that takes place during Christmas. Gremlins, I will, I will agree. Gremlins is much more of a Christmas movie. Why, so why is that much more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard? Because Die Hard, I don't even technically, we don't even know if it was Christmas Day. It, for Die Hard. But it Hard. took place at a Christmas party, an office Christmas party. We had our office Christmas party. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether it's on, on Christmas. Who no. has an office Christmas party on Christmas Day? You Shit. don't do that. You spend time with your family. People that think Die Hard is a Christmas movie are the are a lot of the same kind of weirdos that want to move Halloween to the last Saturday of October. All right, that I'm not doesn't in that make group. It, it doesn't make it Halloween if it's on the 24th. Don't lump me in with that group. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we'll be back with more crosstalk after this. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. It's okay. It's okay. All right, no, so that's just I. Die Hard's one of my favorite movies. Die Hard's one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. I yeah, and yeah. I, I just don't. I personally don't consider it a Christmas movie. People right, do, yeah. and if you do, do, I, under, I do. I, I understand why you do because it takes place during Christmas. Right. Yep. And so I, I definitely think it's a Christmas movie. I would lump it in there with, but, but, and it's the same way with, um, I guess. In the same sense, Love Actually, mm-hmm. it's it's considered a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas. But a lot yeah. of it doesn't have to do with Christmas at all. That's true. Except for the fact that, again, there's an office Christmas party. Yeah. Um, in, it, there's a scene with some of the younger kids in the movie that they're doing a, like a, a Christmas concert. Yeah. But it's really about relationships. And it's the whole, <coughs> uh, you know, it's a couple, it's a long time leading yeah. up to it. So, like, it's... Even the the beginning of the movie, it's not even Christmas. It's th- the end of the movie that it's actually on Christmas. Yeah. But I would figure that's a Christmas movie because of the same. It's, so I guess I feel like that's the same kind of thing. But it's a completely a, co- a completely different feel. Yeah. I mean, I can see why people say Die Hard because it's an action movie with a lot of violence. That's not Christmas. But love actually because it's about love and together they yeah. they would lump that in you know so well, uh, so I get, get it get back to our favorite movie get back to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation do you have a favorite line or a favorite scene from that movie that like oh that it doesn't matter how many like you know it's coming and it doesn't matter how many times you watch it it is still the funny like like the first time you ever saw it yeah um there there's so many parts and I I, I struggle to even come up with one of my, my favorite ones but I think after Cousin Eddie first shows up oh my when God. he first shows up <laughs> he goes yeah. and he's, he's, and he's outside there's a, there's, well, there, I mean there's a couple when he's so surprised Clark is so surprised <laughs> Eddie and, and he's like surprised Clark this is not my favorite line but when Clark goes if I woke up the next morning with my head sewn to the carpet I wouldn't be more surprised <laughs> I do like that but then afterwards they're in the they're in the living room and they're talking <coughs> And they're drinking the eggnog out of yep, the moose mugs, out of, the moose of course. Bugs. And uh, which I have, I have a replica kind of of that. It's, it's a moose shot glass, Ooh. which I really like. Um, but my favorite line is uh, when, when Clark goes back to the eggnog, and he's like, uh, "Can I get you anything, Eddie? Refill your eggnog. Take you to the middle of nowhere. Leave you for dead." No. He's, he's just so nonchalant about it, and Clark and Eddie's just like. No, I'm good, Clark. Like he doesn't even pay attention. I love my favorite. I my 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 favorite line, and I don't know why. In the entire the entire movie is at the end where there where he he thinks he's getting his bonus check. Yes. And he opens it up, and it's a Jelly of the Month Club, and he goes Jelly of the Month Club, and Eddie is standing in the back behind everybody. He goes, "That's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark, year round, all year, year long." Round. <laughs> I laugh that because he is so dead serious when he says it. Yeah, and it's so, and he's standing behind like the, everybody's standing around and he's like in the background. That and, and everyone's he, devastated and Eddie's just like it's just trying to put a positive spin on it. Yeah, God bless Eddie. I mean, he's an uh, idiot, but he's he was he they, made, he's he, like the eternal optimist. They, they couldn't want they couldn't have changed Randy Quaid like like oh, they changed no. they changed the kids every movie. That's one of the things I like about National Lampoon's is they, the kids are different every movie. It's always the, the, same the mom and dad are the same. It's it's Ellen and Clark yep. Griswold, and it's it and there it's Beverly D'Angelo and Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. But the kids are different you, every single did you movie. See he was just at uh he was just here in Syracuse. 
Chevy Chase? Chase? No, they did at the at the landmark. They did a showing of Christmas oh, that's vacation. Right. They did a, and a viewing a, of that. I did he, hear about that. And then he did a, he did a uh, hour long talk after. Oh I, my I god, it. that, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Uh, uh, another another one of the scenes that I like, which was really early in the movie, is uh, of course Clark always has his crush that he's yep. uh, interested. Oh in. Oh my god, yeah. And he's at the store, and he's trying to. He's looking at the the jewelry counter or whatever. I don't even know what he's looking for, but there's this uh, hot saleswoman oh, yes. that walks up. Yeah. But my favorite part is like he does a whole bunch of stumbling over his words yeah. things. You're like, you know, wouldn't it yeah. be the Christmas season if the stores were really hotter than they, hotter than they are? Um, but my favorite is when he's uh, talking to the girl about what kind of underwear she has and or she he's gonna buy, and she shows him like the the yep. cut, and she, yep. so she lifts up her skirt and everything, and uh, he's like. She goes, see, you can't see the line at all. And then his son, Rusty, <laughs> Rusty he's, like, he's, right looking, he's sitting him. right next to him, and he looks at him and he goes, see, Rusty, you can't even see the line. He's like, yeah, Dad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Great God. Scene. Yeah. Great I, scene. I could watch that movie a hundred times, and it's there on is, all month. And it's, it, it's so quotable. You, like, you and I have been doing it for the past five minutes, but, like, I can quote the entire movie. Yep. I mean, it's yeah, so good. It's so fun. From start to finish, it's so funny. Um, another one that it, it, this might be a little controversial too because it's it's uh, a little overdone, um, but it's still a classic in my book. Is a Christmas story. I love a Christmas story. All right, so I have never actually watched a Christmas. Oh story. Oh my God, you've never because seen a Christmas story. I've watched exactly six minutes of it, and I wanted to just throw up in my mouth. It's on. It's on I TBS can't. like twenty-four hours and, and, a day. I know, and Christmas. Aaron watches it, and I can't. I can't. I. I, I I, that's what I'm saying. Like I really see. I. Like, it took me a while to get into it, but I, nope. you know what? I, I will I say that the first time I saw it, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. The very first time, I really didn't like it. And then the more I watched it, the next time I saw it, I was like, "All right, there's a couple parts that make me chuckle." But then when I really started paying attention, it was a, it was the kind of sense of humor that I really like, and and it, it's a little slow moving, but I really do think it's funny. I, like I don't like Christmas movies. Like I, I'm not. I don't like Christmas songs. I don't like Christmas movies. Like I like very few Christmassy things. Yes. Yeah. Take your peppermint mocha. Stick it in your ass. With your right. Pe- like, right. Like. Oh, I'm there with you on that. Like I. I think part of it is just like I'm so jaded. I don't um, even. I don't even like candy canes. Yeah. No. But candy canes are over. No, I do like peppermint book. bark. Like that chocolate. See, like I don't, I don't even like peppermint bark. I do. I like, I like peppermint patties. Oh yeah, peppermint pat- that's what, that's Oh, I like them good. Andes, them Andes candies. Oh, but see, I'm not a fan. All right, so that's going to lead us into our next segment. Mm. Okay, we're when we come back, we're going to talk about Christmas candies, Christmas cookies, Christmas foods, and all that kind of good stuff. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Lock it in. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. He's never going to stop doing I'm that. I'm never going to stop doing it. Uh, it's it's great every time. Oh. All right, so we are back. Welcome back to the Residual Exhale podcast. Uh, this is Boozy and Baked coming to you live from downtown Solve. Woo! Oh, we just got done talking about some Christmas music, some... Christmas movies, uh, some of our favorites, some of our least yep. favorites. Uh, we were in a, agreement on some and disagreement on that's others. That's very true. That's very true. Yes, yes. But that's one of the best parts about Christmas is you agree to disagree. You, Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. You put things aside that's, that's for the right. holidays. Well, and it, when families get together, sometimes you have to put things aside. But we, you will get to that in a few minutes. Yeah, that's. Uh, what we left off with was we started talking about some food, some Christmas foods. Yep. And there's a lot of uh, big Christmas traditions, especially baking. Oh, yeah. Christmas cookies. Yes. And I'm going to start off with one of my least favorite Christmas cookies, gingerbread men. Oh, I don't like gingerbread. I don't like... Gingerbread is disgusting. I don't even know why that's a thing. I, I, I honestly don't. No, I like ginger. Like, because, like, when you get sushi, you get the little slivers right, of yep, ginger. Yep. I love the taste of ginger. Yeah, and, and when you spice up some, some food dishes with ginger, sometimes yes. that adds like, a really good fresh flavor. Ginger. Fresh yep. ginger is amazing, but gingerbread yep. men. Uh, it's, it, you know, or, you like, that of... ginger spice, like at Dunkin' Donuts. and like Yeah, the... well, that's, see, in, and around Christmas time, the ginger flavor is it's the same for me as the pumpkin spice flavor yeah, no. in fall. Uh, that, no. That's how much I hate that. And yeah, I no hate thanks. the pumpkin spice. And like, okay, gingerbread houses, you want to build houses out of it. That's okay. They're inedible anyway. That's true. So that's fine. You know, go ahead and do that. But, but I really don't get the whole gingerbread man 
uh, cookies and uh, I, I just don't like it. it. It's one of my least favorite cookies of all time. No, I I agree. I don't like gingerbread. I don't like gingerbread cookies. My my mother used she makes. I think they're called like anise anisette. Yeah. I don't like that because it's like yeah. licorice, and I don't like licorice. I don't like that flavor either. That's another one that I don't like. No. Yeah, no, not at all. That's why I don't like Jaeger. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's that, the same flavor. But there's plenty of cookies that are great, like, uh, you know, shortbread cookies. I mm. uh, love the shortbread cookies. The sugar cookies. Yep. Those are good. You can, I, and especially the cutouts. The, I, I don't know if you did this when you were younger, but we always had all the cutouts. Yep. We had all the different shapes. Yep. And my mom would roll the dough out on, you know, and we would do the cutouts. We would bake them, and then we'd all decorate them together. Yeah. My mom used to have to make special cookies for me because I didn't like the, I didn't like sugar, I didn't sugar cookies. I didn't eat the anise. I didn't eat any of those cookies. Yeah. I would eat, she would take, uh, I'm sure other people did it, peanut butter. She would make peanut butter cookies and put a Hershey Kiss in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, those are good. Um, those are so really good. So she'd make those for me. And then she used to make these things that some people call them magic bars. Some people call them Hello Dollies. It's like it's got like a graham cracker crust, and there's like chocolate chips and um, coconut. And oh like, yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, and it's like a, like it comes in. It, you cut it into like bars. yeah. It's almost like a brownie pan. Oh, you yeah. make it in a brownie pan. Yep. Oh my god, those are yeah, so good. I yeah. love them. My mother makes those for me every oh year. Oh my god, yes, we used to make those too, and I can't remember what we called them. It was something different. No, yep. none, none of the things that you said. Yep. But it was something completely. But I remember it was uh, and it, there's like oatmeal in there. Yep. Totally yeah, different. those yeah. are so good. Those are really good. Wow, I had completely forgotten about those. My, uh, we used to also make. Um, my mom would make these. Uh, it would be peanut butter cookies, basically. Yep. Or, or either either peanut butter or sugar, but usually peanut butter. And she would put like a dollop of jelly. Uh-huh. On, on oh, one yep. that was just round. Yep. And then there would be one on top that yep. had a hole cut out of the middle, and the almost like a donut the, yep. thing. Yeah. It, it was like peanut butter and jelly cookies. I and know that. Yeah. Those were amazing. Yeah. Those were so good. Yeah. I have a creation that uh, a, a lot of people have never heard of, and I don't know if this was a family recipe that was passed down. It's a no-bake cookie, okay? So you don't you don't cook them in the oven. Okay. And it's literally like almost pure sugar. It really is. Ooh. But so you basically you melt a, a, a bag of chocolate chips. Okay. And then you you know the the cookies the Nello wafers. Yep. Okay. You crush those up into a powder. Okay. Just you know, food processor or whatever. You just crush them up into okay. a powder. Mix that in with the chocolate. Uh-huh. Uh, you add some carol syrup, which uh-huh. is basically just sugar. Yep. Uh, you add orange juice. Okay. And then... Are I we think, having mimosas? I think there's a little bit of vanilla in there, too. A little bit okay. of vanilla extract. But you mix that all together uh, with the melted chocolate chips. Yep. You let it cool for a little bit. And then you basically form it into, uh, like, these little balls. Hmm. And roll them in sugar. And then you put them in the refrigerator. Huh. So it's basically, uh, it's a, it's like an orange chocolate flavor. You know, like those, yep. you know those orange chocolates that you smash. Yes, Terry's orange chocolates. Yep. I think. Uh, Stupid Terry. But, <laughs> but it's it's basically just cold chocolate. Almost, it reminds me, you know, the old skit with the sweaty balls. Yes. The, uh, the Saturday Night Live thing. Yes. Almost remind. That's what I think of when I think of sweaty balls. Huh. Is these comets because they're just like little balls rolled in sugar, chocolate. Little orange flavor, but they are the most delicious things that I've ever had, and we make them every Christmas. It's only Christmas time that we make them, and they're just the best things. That's good. That's a. We don't have any of those. Um, we just drink. Except me. Fair enough. So like our family gets together, then they try to make cookies, but it just kind of like my mom and my aunts. They get together to make cookies, and shit just turns into a, a wine fest. <laughs> By the time you're done, there's like four dozen cookies made, but like you've used so, like eight dozen cookies worth of ingredients. Everyone else in the family is drunk, and you're sitting there high, and you're just like, "Give me all the cookies! I want all the cookies!" No, I tend to stay. <laughs> I tend to stay away from the family that those nights, um, okay? Because I, I just I don't like people. Like you guys are good. You guys are good. The <laughs> listeners are good. I love you guys, but like I'm not good around people, and my family is very taxing. So well, family families get that way. They they do. I mean, uh, you, I, if I, you I, listen to our podcast, you you heard the story about at Thanksgiving, my aunt stabbed my cousin in the hand with a with a fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why? Well, well, I don't blame you. I, mean, I don't blame you at all. So I mean, I, I um actually no, we do have one. Um, it's not like one that that nobody else does, but my um 
we always used to make, my dad used to like, no, he used to, we used to make no bake cookies. And all it was literally was just melt chocolate and oatmeal. Yes. And then I remember you just those drop too. them into giant turd piles on the yes, wax paper. they look like just lumps of, of, of chocolatey goodness. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then you put them in the fridge or freezer, and then yep. 20 minutes later you can eat them. Yeah, and they're basically just really called good. no-bake cookies. Yeah. That's, that's, they, there's yep. not even really a name for them. Yeah, we still no make them. We, we, don't, we, don't, yeah. we make a batch just because of my dad. Um, but Oh, there's another good kind that my, my family makes. The uh, cream cheese cookies. I don't know oh, if you those ever are had good. Those. The yes. cream cheese cookies are some of the yes. best. And we had a press where we would make them into Ooh. like uh, uh, little tree shapes yep. or uh, wreaths, oh. and uh, they were, we would put green food coloring That's in it. Adorable. So it was cream cheese cookies with green food coloring. So it looked like the green trees and the green wreaths, and those were just so uh, oh my god, they're just it's creamy absolutely adorable and delicious. It's absolutely adorable. Ah, they were good. That was that's crazy. So. Yeah, um, but, I mean, aside from cookies, there's a lot of, you know, Christmas dinner is kind of like a Thanksgiving dinner in a is, lot of ways. It is. It is. It generally, I, I, I find that a lot of times it's not as big family-wise. Like, like I find that Christmas dinner is more of the immediate family. You don't tend to get the aunts, uncles, cousins. You, you don't get, like, like right, Thanksgiving right. is more of an everybody get together the whole family. Yeah. And I feel, but you usually end up seeing everybody. Well, and Thanksgiving is more like a formal dinner where Christmas is more like grazing yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. You, you do, I you more do that. like a, a big Christmas breakfast or yep. something like that than a, than a dinner. This is going to be my first Christmas in a war. Do, I, I'm not like, this is going to be my first Christmas away from New York. Like, a, like. Somewhere. Oh, official Christmas. Yeah. yeah my yeah. first out where on Christmas Day I'll actually be somewhere. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is going to be kind of weird. And you're going to be in a tropical climate. I know. It's not going to even go. It's, it's not even going to feel weird. like Christmas. No. Yeah. No. But anyway, so, you know, but yeah, so like, like, I, uh, cookie wise, like candy wise, I don't, I don't eat a lot of candy. So, I'm not a big candy eater either. Um, uh, like I will sit down and eat a 14 ounce steak, but I won't sit down and eat a slice of pie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I'll eat a slice of pie. I definitely will go for like, a slice of pie. Like, I like, like, like. We're getting completely off Christmas here, but, like, like when it comes to candy and stuff, I like, like, I'm more of, like, an ice cream, like, a dairy type of candy. Like, I want, I, if I'm going to have I want, like, milkshakes. Okay. I want, like, gelato. I want something like that. Or chocolate. My go-to is Chips Ahoy makes chocolate. They make these thin chocolate chip cookies. It's the regular crunchy cookie. Yeah. But they're super thin. Okay. And they're amazing, because I'll take, I'll take a bowl of ice cream, and I'll just take, like, a handful of them and just... All right, all right. And so, so it's almost like a blizzard type thing yeah. where you're mixing in the chocolate yep. chip cookies to the, the ice cream. Yeah, and I mean, you could crush them right down into yeah. like powder. Yeah. So. Oh, do you remember those blizzards from uh, Dairy Queen? Yeah. Dairy Queen. Oh, my God. My, one of my favorites, and they, they discontinued it. I like to actually have nerds. Nerds candy. I've had nerds. Blizzard. In yep. a blizzard. Oh, my I God. I used to like how so good. they'd stick it out the window and turn it upside down. Just yes, yes. Just to the, show that this like, is... One time, I just, for, for and not even because it's not good, <laughs> like because there was an air pocket in it or something. One time, I just want to see them turn it upside down and have that fucking spoon just fall. <laughs> and have them just, because they're not going to know what to do. Yeah. They've never had it happen. They're just going to look and be like, the apocalypse is here. Everybody everybody to the Dairy Queen shelter. I don't know if Dairy Queen has a shelter. I don't think they have a shelter, no. I mean, if they do, I just expose something. So I'm sorry. Well, that, that goes back to our conspiracy theories. Anyway. So, all right. Um, so sorry, we got off track there. So, um, uh, talk about food. Yeah. Everybody, Christmas, Christmas foods... Everybody has, and you know, like, it's grazing. Everybody brings a dish. Yeah. I found a list of the ten most hated foods at Christmas time. Like, like the foods that people absolutely, they won't tell you they hate it. Right, right. But they hate it. Yeah, kind of like the, uh, like the, the, the marshmallow jello. Yes. Thing. So some of these, yeah. some of these, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to stop on every one of them. I'll read the top ten. Some of these are very obvious. Number ten is fruitcake. Obviously, oh, fruitcake is going to make that list. Just absolutely the only terrible. thing I'm that's surprised. One of the worst gifts that yeah, that's one of those things that like gets passed around and uh, yeah from year to year. Do you know like, that fruitcake? Yeah. Quick little thing on fruitcake. It started in the 16th century. Really? Yes. 
and I think that fruitcake no. is still going yes, around. those same fruitcakes are the still the same ones that have been... Nobody's ever made a fruitcake since the 16th century. They just keep passing it around from person That's to person. That's actually the joke. And it's still it, yep. wrapped. Yeah. Yep. Number nine. <laughs> number nine is one I can get behind. It's eggnog. I do not like eggnog. Eggnog is one of the most disgusting things. Aaron loves that I can eggnog. Think of. I. I don't know how somebody thought. I mean, I like eggs. I like them in all their different forms when they're cooked, scrambled, fried, poached. I yep. don't care. But I don't know who thought. Let's take eggs. And mix it with more dairy and drink it. That I don't. Well, what made you think that that would be good? Traditionally, it's supposed to have alcohol in it. Well, even with the alcohol, that's something so, that alcohol will not save. And you will not hear me say that a it's lot. It's just cream, eggs, and sugar. And do you know that, like, normally when eggnog was was created, like before refrigeration, it used to have like a twenty percent ABV to keep it. To keep it preserved. To keep it preserved. Oh, my God. You still get eggnog. Right, well, with, okay, if I can get some traditional eggnog, maybe I can get behind it. But like I said, I'm, so, I, yeah. it, I, there's not I'm a not lot a of things. I'm not a fan of eggnog. There's not a lot of things that I'll say, well, alcohol will yep. not save, but that's one of them. Uh, number eight, I'm a little biased. I love these candied yams. I love uh, candied yams, sweet potatoes. I love. I can't I, do that. The, you know I don't what? like marshmallow on them. I don't want. I don't want the. I hate marshmallows, so I don't want the marshmallow on it. Uh, I just take like yams and I put like brown sugar on it, and that's what I do. I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind that. Uh, it it kind of. It's a, maybe it's a consistency thing. The only way I like sweet potatoes or, or anything like that is like a, in French fry form. Yep. And it's funny how many of these I actually enjoy. Like seven is green bean casserole. Oh, I, I love green bean. I casserole. honestly love green bean casserole. Aaron, too. Aaron, yeah. not a fan. She, she, it makes her sick when she yep. sees no, it. No, I love it. Number six is turkey. That they say they hate during the holidays. I think maybe because what it is is I think so a lot of people cook it. I know. I think what it is is people people a lot of people have it so much like at Thanksgiving, and and it really tastes the same. You're you right every time you cook a turkey. I mean, like there's not a whole lot you can do to change the taste of it. No, there's not, and, and that's why I'm thinking maybe because it's so close to Thanksgiving that it's like ah, uh, we just did this. Yep. You know, maybe we can yep. do switch it up. Like maybe have a pot roast exactly. or a ham or something exactly. like that. Exactly, that's what we do. We yeah. usually we usually we have turkey only one. Yeah, of we the, have like a big spiral cut ham um, or something like that. Yeah. Number five is mince pies. I don't really like mince meat. Pie. I don't think I've ever had mince meat pie. It's, uh, that's think, more of a, that's more of a British. I think that's more of a British. thing. It is. It is, and I I don't think I've ever had mince meat the, pie. The the next one is something I is is for our our Sabbath friends. Uh, it is gefilte fish. I've never had gefilte fish. Now, another one that I've never had. I've heard it's disgusting. I, I've heard the same. And uh, I, I, that I, makes me not want to ever try no, it. No. Like, I have no reason to try yeah, it. Yeah, there's no reason at all. Number three is one of my favorite foods in the entire world. It's lamb. I love lamb. Oh, lamb is good. I, I My favorite way to have lamb is in a in a, in a, in a gyro. Am I saying oh, that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gyro. Gyro. Gyro, gyro, gyro if you're yeah. American. Gyro. Yeah, but it's a gyro. gyro. Yeah. Guy, can I get a gyro? Can I get a gyro? Can I get a gyro? <laughs> Just say gyro because can you can't some, say it right. Could you give me some gyro? I don't want so, any of that teak teak sauce. So yeah, so I <laughs> don't give me none of that cc that, sauce. That, that, don't give me your tiki. Not, I don't want your tiki sauce. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just trying to be ignorant. Yeah. Uh, Listen, you, I'm not American. Knowing how to pronounce it? No, I can make fun of Americans. I'm American. Tiki. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is a correct way to of, pronounce it. Yeah, it's tzatziki sauce, and we don't do it. But uh, yeah, maybe I don't even know if I pronounced it correctly. Number two, cranberry sauce. And I, that goes back to Thanksgiving again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. That, not a fan. No, I don't. Especially the can because you can, pull it out yeah. and it looks just like the can. I, if if you give me some fresh cranberry sauce that's made, I maybe I'll do that and I'll use it as a garnish. I won't eat it on its own. Yeah, I might use it like. I'll put some on my turkey or on my stuffing or something like that, but not on its own. Number one, Jello salad. Amen. It, it, wow, I didn't even know you were going to do that list, and I I said Amen. that earlier. You did the Jello salad is the with most, the, 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 the with like the, yeah, especially when they add fruit and then they put like whipped cream in it. And whipped like, cream, a, it, like what are you doing? But it's if like I, cool, it's never whipped cream. It's Cool Whip. It's they cool, always have yeah. Cool Whip. Yeah, but if if I'm having Jello, <clears> there's not supposed to be a crunch. 
There's, or there's not supposed to be a solid thing that's in there true. that I have to chew. That's true. It's, it's jello. jello. It's supposed to be gelatinous. You should be able to slurp that up and just that, swallow yeah. it without chewing. I, no, I 100% agree. I, that, I 100% agree. The, that's the whole consistency thing. Because, like, I like fruit. I like Cool Whip. I like jello. But add those three things together. Yep. It's a disgusting mix. And the, and do you have... Now, um, do you have a... A tradition like like you were saying ham is that is that your go to is that what your family's go to is for Christmas is ham? Oh, it's not necessarily a go to. Um, I mean, we we've done different things. Our big thing, like I said before, is a breakfast more than a, a dinner. Mm-hmm. We have a big breakfast, so sometimes we'll do. Um, a, a lot of times we do like you know egg McMuffins are popular breakfast sandwich, so we'll do like homemade egg McMuffins. Oh, I gotcha. We'll, we'll do, like, you have ham, we'll, we toast the English muffins, we make the eggs fresh, we cook bacon, and people can just, like, build their sandwich. Yeah. There's another breakfast casserole that my, oh, yeah. uh, my, yep. my mom used to make. We, yeah, with, my mom uh, and dad you, used you know, to make sliced one. up potatoes. Yep. And then you pour the egg mixture in there, and you cook the sausage and the bacon and the ham. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's all together in this one big breakfast casserole. I used to just fill my plate. And then top that with some uh, some ketchup. I, yep. I'm, I'm a big ketchup fan, so I'll just top that with some ketchup. And uh, that breakfast casserole is one of my favorite things in the world. So something else, I, I'm, I'm going to pull one on uh, on Boozy here. Okay. Another one I found. We're going to play a little game. All right. I have a list of the most iconic. We'll take, I'll, we won't do them all. I'll take a couple. Most iconic Christmas dish from every state. Okay, okay. So we can do this one of two ways. I can either give you the dish and you can try to guess the state, or okay. I can give you the state and you can try to guess the dish. Give me the dish. I'm gonna try to guess the state. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go through a couple of these, and like I said, I'm gonna go down the list. I'm just gonna randomly pick a couple. All right, all right. So I'm gonna try to get some that that aren't like like generic like cranberry sauce or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll try to get some. Let's see. So all right, let's see how I do it. Where do you think? The most iconic Christmas dish is beef stew. Beef stew. Iconic Christmas dish. Um wow. I'm gonna say it's someplace I'm gonna say someplace in the south. I'm gonna say it's it's a south uh, southeastern maybe type of thing. Um, beef stew. Let's go with um, Louisiana. It is actually Nevada. Nevada! Nevada's favorite dish at Christmas is beef stew. That is crazy. I don't understand. So here's one that. All right. All right. Here's one that. So I was in the south. I was right. You were. You were right. It was southwest instead of the east. Correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. All right. So what about what if I said to you, what state's most iconic holiday dish is lasagna? Ooh, lasagna. Uh, wow. This is hard. This is really hard one. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you. I'm going to say New Jersey. Ooh. You were so close. It was Ohio. <laughs> How is that close? I mean, regionally. <laughs> you were in the ballpark. You okay. were a lot closer than oh, the first okay, yeah, one. Okay, I guess I was. So here's what I'm going to do. Because you, you guessed New Jersey and you were wrong. I'm going to tell you what New Jersey's is. Okay, okay. Fish. Fish. Seven okay. fishes, is to be specific. Apparently, seven. a high Jewish population in New okay. Jersey. Okay, seven there, there's fishes. A, the, okay. There's the Feast of the Seven Fishes. All I, right. I've seen yeah, it. yeah. I, I understand I've that. I've seen it on yep, shows. I totally understand All right, that. so we're yep. gonna do, we'll do one or two more here. We'll see. Uh, we'll see, because we're going to, our segment's getting, getting, going to be long here. All right. So how about deep fried turkey? Deep fried turkey. All right. Um, again, I'm going to go maybe, as I'm going to go south east area. I'm, I'm thinking deep south. Deep fried turkey. Oh, I have a couple guesses here. I'm going to say Kentucky. Oh, it was Texas. Oh, man. Was, that was going to be my second guess. It was Texas. Oh. It, and that's one that, that it could have been like Kentucky. I would have I would have definitely gone for Kentucky, but actually. Well, I mean, I'm talking Kentucky fried chicken. That's I think that's why I did that. Kentucky's uh, food of choice. Bread pudding. Really? That's very surprising. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do... We're, we're <laughs> going to do... One more. Let's do one more. We're going to do one more. Let's see if I can get one right. All right. That's what I'm going to throw you. I'm going to throw you a softball. <laughs> okay. We're going to do two more. I'm going to throw you a softball, and then I'm going to give you the last one. Okay. Gumbo. 
gumbo. Oh, that's got to be Louisiana. <coughs> yeah, got to be Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah, that right. was a softball one. All right, all right, all right. That was a softball one. <laughs> this one I'm gonna say because I don't even know what it is. Okay, butter cake. You know what? I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see, butter cake. I'm gonna go northern. I'm gonna go uh, Wisconsin. Ooh, Missouri. No, I was completely wrong. No, not even close. But I yeah, think Missouri's even- <laughs> part of that. You know how, like, you have Wisconsin, like, that, isn't that part of the, the, the you know, like, they always said in the middle states you can make a guy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like a chef or yep. something stupid. Yeah. I don't know if okay. it's part of that. Well, so, that, was, anyways, that was wrong. Anyway, I thought, right. you know, so, New York's, by the way, gingerbread cookies. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck you, New York. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you, New York. Oh, hate gingerbread. What is wrong with you? Oh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. Welcome back to Nightlife on WSLP, Wisconsin's very own cheese station. We're nowhere near Wisconsin. <laughs> Man, you people fall for it oh, every week. Every time. Every week you do it. Man, right now you're sitting there looking at each other going, uh, did you know we got radio in Wisconsin? I thought we were listening to the Residual Exhale podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is Baked and Boozy. Boozy and Baked. Residual Exhale, segment three starting off. All right, we've been talking about Christmas all night long. So uh, before we get into your five baked potatoes, which yes. is coming up in just a few minutes, I just want to touch on uh, a couple you know, Christmas memories. Okay. Uh, do you have like a favorite Christmas memory, like a favorite gift or a favorite... Uh, time that you, uh, you had Christmas? Uh, my favorite gift would probably, it would probably, as funny as it is, it's probably my, uh, when I was like five, we got an Atari. Oh my God. That was my yes. first, like to this day, like I, I've never been as excited about a Christmas present <laughs> as I was when I got, cause I, my brother and I went crazy when we got that. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because it's not my favorite, but I have a very similar story with an Atari. My father, every year, got the family a gift without anybody else's knowledge, mm-hmm. even my mom. Like, my mom didn't even know that it was happening. Yep. And I remember very vividly one year that we had finished all of our unwrapping, and my dad goes, nope, there's one more present. And my mom looked at him and said, what, what are you talking about, there's one more present? And he said get that box that's behind the couch and we grabbed it and we all unwrapped it and it was an Atari and that's he had gotten awesome. that for us and we didn't even know that's and, awesome. his, and my mom didn't even know but that wasn't my favorite my favorite was uh, this was probably I don't oh man I don't even remember what the year was but it was it was right when it was you know you remember when the first computers came out yep. and everyone had like a Commodore 64 yep. and then Apple came out and everything like that so we didn't have a computer in the house. Okay. And I unwrapped a gift, and it was a computer game on a floppy disk. It was, this was like a, a five-and-a-half-inch floppy, yep. you know? Oh, yeah. So these are the, it's really old. It was when I was really little, probably like 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And I opened up the game, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, why did you get me this? We don't have a computer. And my father says, hey, look over here. And he opened a door to one of our side rooms. And there was a computer all set up oh with a computer God. desk. And I flipped out because oh. like it was our first computer. It was one of the most amazing memories that I have of Christmas. That's awesome. Uh, now, I will tell you that um, I believe it was two Christmases ago. It might have been last Christmas. Um, I was given an air fryer. Mm. And I can tell you that that... I, I was so excited when I got that. Definitely something that you've gotten a lot of use I out of use because I've eaten stuff that you've time. cooked out of that air fryer, too. I take it to work with me and put it on my desk. <laughs> you brought it. Didn't you bring it when we went on vacation a couple years ago to I Sylvan did. Beach? You yep, brought that with you. I sure did. And, yeah, you, we were cooking in that. Oh, yep, yeah, that's I good sure stuff. Did. I sure did. I, used... I, I love those gifts that you can actually get a lot of use yep, out of. Absolutely. You know, that... <laughs> when I got to the point where, like, I could start, like, really picking out what I wanted for christmas right my mom and my dad used to they, they once once basically when it got to the point where i didn't believe in sam claus anymore yeah yeah that my my mother and father a couple weeks before christmas they'd say listen we have five hundred dollars we would go to the mall they would i would pick the presents out 
They would buy them and then wrap them, and then I would open them on Christmas. Oh, see, I don't like that. I like the surprise. I let me tell you, once I started smoking weed, I used to forget what I got. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Uh, speaking of smoking weed, I do want to share kind of a funny story. As you all know, that um, me and uh, Baked here, uh, we work at Singers Karaoke Club. Mm-hmm. I go by DJ uh, or. Jukebox Joel, he goes as DJ Kush. He'll remember his name. But we, uh, well, I'm, I'm getting a little more boozy that's, as the night goes that's on. That's fair. Um, but we, uh, about a week ago, we had our Christmas party here, our staff Christmas we party. Did. And we do a secret Santa. Good time. So there was, there was probably, I don't know, like 15, 16 yep. people involved in this secret Santa. All the employees were involved. Yep. And you, you draw your name from, from a bag and, yep. and everything. And out of everybody there, I... Picked Bake's name, and then and then right after that, Bake picks my name. Yep. And we were trying to that night we were trying to keep it from each other for the longest time, and it was so funny because when I picked your name, Aaron immediately said to me, "Who did you get?" I know you're. And like, I, I go, oh, "It's Secret Santa. I can't tell." And that was of course because I got you, and you were standing right in front of me. And then you <laughs> and said, then never even dawned on me. No, you said it. But then you said, "I'm gonna pick my name." You go, "Whoever I pick." I'm getting weed. They're getting weed. Yep. And then you pick the name and you looked at it and you go, Oh, they're not getting this weed. This person's not getting weed. Right. And I immediately thought to myself, I wonder if he just picked me. Because <laughs> like everybody else here smokes. And I'm like, I wonder I wonder if he picked me. So, and that was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> we, won't tell, we won't tell you what presents we got, but we did get boozy and bake appropriate. We did. We did. And the, fun, the other funny thing I thought was that after that night, it was never mentioned between you and me. Nope. And it was like two weeks. Yep. Two, three weeks before. like, And yep. we never even brought it up again nope. between the two of us. Like, who, who's your secret Santa? We never yep. even thought about it because of like, I'm not going to say anything because I got you. And you, yeah, I'm sure exactly. you were saying the same thing. Yep. It was. <laughs> and by the way, can I just say that our Christmas party for singers had McDonald's cheeseburgers. That's a tradition. Did your did your party have McDonald's cheeseburgers? Then it wasn't as good. That's right. It wasn't as good. That, that's a, a weird tradition that was started Amazing. like years and years ago when somebody, like a caterer fell through, so somebody just Amazing. went and got a McDonald's cheeseburgers for everyone. That's amazing. So somebody has brought McDonald's cheeseburgers every year that's since That's one then. of the greatest things ever. That's yep. one of the greatest things yep. ever. And this was baked uh, first, that was my first staff party here. Sta- so yeah, that was amazing. That was his first exposure to the McDonald's cheeseburger uh, I, I, tradition. I, I, yeah. it, they could have just had those. <laughs> that would have been the greatest thing ever. But it was great. We had sushi and we had like these. A five Chocolate fountain. We had the lo- the the crab claws or the lobster claws. Yeah, lobster claws. There was a chocolate claws, whatever chocolate were. fountain. There was uh, so much amazing. amazing food. It was it was so good. All right, so we're gonna move on. Right. We're gonna move on to uh, the baked potatoes. I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to these. I look forward to these every week. In the in the uh, interest of uh, Christmas, I'm going to call these my five candied yams. <laughs> okay. It's not true. They're baked potatoes. My dislike of candied yams aside, uh, okay, let's hear right. your five candied so, yams. My first story I have titled, <laughs> That's an Alligator, eh? Is it an alligator in Canada, maybe? Uh, that, I'm just so, guessing. So you've, so, uh, you've seen videos of alligators crossing golf courses, driveways, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it would make sense that you would see them crossing the street. Right. But would you expect to see that in the middle of Montreal? (laughs) No, not at all. So a woman got video when she was at a Starbucks. (laughs) She comes walking out, and there's an alligator walking across the street. In Montreal? In the middle of Montreal. So she was drinking her coffee. She noticed the alligator. Her first thought was, somebody spiked my coffee. I, I, I mean, her, se- her second thought might have been, did this come from the sewer? Are, are the rumors like, true? It, it took a few seconds for her brain to comprehend what she saw, but it was crossing Jerry Street East using the crosswalk. <laughs> At least it had the, the, the presence of mind to use the crosswalk. <clears throat> and then her friend was stopping traffic so nobody would run it over because the last thing you expect to see when you're driving is an alligator in Montreal. <laughs> And they're pretty low to the ground, so you might miss them. Initially, police, they misidentified it as a crocodile. Because, I mean, it's not like they're crocodile people. So well, I'll, I mean, of course, they're not up on that. It's not like they called it a toad. Yeah, well, at least they got the approximate. They, appara- they said that it escaped from a nearby van that belonged to a company that puts on exotic animal demonstrations. Okay, okay. They recaptured the animal before officers arrived on the scene. It 
is unclear if the alligator was a Canadian citizen. <laughs> well, at least the alligator uh, was maybe cool. used to being around people. So yeah, that's I'm you know guessing. I mean? I'm so. guessing. I, I just like I've never like I've seen weird things. When I worked for the, I used to work for a shred company before I work where I work now. Wait, a, and, a shred company? Yeah, we used to go around to banks and shred their documents. Oh, shredding the doc. Okay, yeah. okay, I got you. Um, like I was headed down near Albany, and you can look this up. It happened in 2015. I saw a kangaroo. A kangaroo hit a escape. Kangaroo? A kangaroo hit escape from a petting zoo and was in the median on the <laughs> throughway. And I drove by it thinking it was a deer, and I was like, "That fucking deer's hopping." <laughs> and then I realized there was like all these cars pulled over, and now it, yeah, it was because. But I'm just saying. I mean, it was it was wasn't it was weird because I. It is weird because you're not. It's not like you're in Australia. No, where kangaroos I mean, I, are, are common to see. And I saw a lot of kangaroos in Australia. Yeah, I, I know you've been. to So Australia, I understand yeah. why this lady took a double take because I would have done well, the same absolutely. thing. Absolutely, an alligator in Canada—that's not their normal a, habitat. No, a no French, not at all. French. He was wearing a, uh, was a beret. Wearing, wearing a beret, a beret. <laughs> and he was eating a croissant. <laughs> yes, and his face was painted white, and he was doing pantomime. Yes. <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't. He he didn't hiss at anybody. He went ho ho ho. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough blatant right. racism of Canadians <laughs> and French people. Yes, and alligators. Frankly, well, I'm sorry. Yes, you're discriminating against the crocodiles. <clears throat> so now we're gonna go to um, we're talking about Walmart. And actually, if you listen to the podcast, you know that while I do my best to keep my baked potatoes on theme. It very rarely works out that way. Yes, uh, the the last story proved that because we've been doing Christmas all night, and then you talked about an uh, an, uh, an alligator going across the street in Canada. I mean, I mean, Canada's cold. I'm kind of in the ballpark. <laughs> okay. All right. So this next one is is Christmas related. All right. Also Canada. Okay. All right. Canada so we're with a Canadian theme. Canada so is apparently the Florida of Canada. That makes no sense. But I, keep going. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart Canada has apologized for selling a pullover sweater on its website that shows Father Christmas doing lines of cocaine. <laughs> Santa Claus getting ripped on some coke. Santa Claus getting so, high out of his mind. Let me paint a picture of this. This You can Google the sweater. Bing it. If you bing. I don't know anybody that bangs, but... Yeah, bang, Google. If you whatever. need to bang it, just Google. <laughs> Stop saying bang it. So, in this thing, Santa is seen sitting behind a table with three lines of a white substance in front of him. Oh, no. With the slogan, let it snow. The description on the website says, we all know how snow works. It's white powdery and the best snow comes straight from South America. Oh my God. That's bad news for jolly old St. Nick who lives far away from the North Pole. That's why Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. Are you kidding me? I wish that I really wish I I was. But uh, I would like you Why to would take a look at the sweater in question. I'm showing Boozy the actual picture of the sweater. Oh my god! That they it's a, well, they, they thought that this would be a good idea it's for a an third, ugly Christmas sweater. It's a th- Walmart said that it's a third party seller. Yeah, it doesn't even look like Santa. It almost looks like a like a deranged snowman. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness! That. The worst idea for a, a sweater ever. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Oh I, no! You you you. Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> you gotta look that up because that is just look the, up, the weirdest. Look up cocaine Santa sweater. Oh. And then just that is bizarre. You're welcome. But for some reason, I want to own it. I I, I would really I would really I would like, rock I, this I, shit I think on I could wear that to an I'd ugly wear, Christmas sweater party. Wear, did I wear that in June? Yeah, I think I would win. <laughs> My next story I would like to call Natural Selection at its Finest. Okay. Does this have anything to do with Christmas? Uh, let's just... Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> this is where we stray from our theme. Sometimes I stray. <laughs> A man died after fatally being shot in his home. I know. I know, Bake. Sad. I know that's not funny. Sad thing. Just wait, kitten. Okay. Uncle Bake ain't gonna let all you right, know. All right. All right. Officers in Van Buren, Maine... Just were... call me kitten? Yeah. Okay. 
Victim had called 911, reported he had been shot by a handgun and needed help. The patrol got there with paramedics and found the man dead in his living room of a gunshot wound. To carrying out an investigation, they found that the front door of the house had been fitted with a device that shot a handgun at anyone attempting to open the door. Uh. So the guy accidentally shot himself. With a trap that he set himself. With a trap that he set himself. <laughs> they concluded that he had been shot in the chest as a result of his homemade device unintentionally discharging. <laughs> so that takes paranoia. Like, you are a paranoid person when you are booby trapped. Let's start well, with that. I mean, let's say, was he was he a, a drug addict of they any didn't, kind? They didn't really go into specifics. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> They said that they did find mental issues. several booby traps around the house. All right. Technically, it worked. It did. It did. I mean, technically, it did work. He tried to walk through the door, and it shot him and killed him. I, technically, the guy set it up right. <laughs> I mean, I can't lie. I mean, no, no, he, no, he's, if you're really, maybe you have some sensitive material and you want to, you want to protect that. Okay. But, and he, and you got to give him props. I mean, he, he, he set followed right. directions. He set it, ru- he when, set it up right. Whatever directions he, he. Listen, if, if it were anybody else breaking into his house, they'd be the ones who are sad <clears> right now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now, however, to be fair, none of the other ones shot any police officers or anyone that went in. True, true. So, I'm just saying it worked. If yeah, he wasn't, no, no, no argument for me there. If he wasn't dead, he could be proud of his job. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. All right. I just want everybody to just be a guy who followed directions. Yes. All right. Hazardous material on board. Okay. Hazardous material on Now board. we're hitting Florida, baby. All right. Finally, get back, we're back my, to Florida. Back to my wheelhouse. Okay. All right. I can get behind this one. Buffalo Creek Middle School, Palmetto, Florida. 30 students are evacuated from a school bus and what the driver reported as finding a hazardous material on board. Oh, okay. Scary. Okay. It was, uh, students were complaining of respiratory illness, irritation, water, eyes watering, like almost like a pepper spray. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it sounds so, like. So all 30 students were accounted for, treated and released. So okay. nobody... Nothing nobody, serious. Nobody was poisoned or anything. They didn't find any kind of... But with the climate okay. in our school today, when they found out there was a substance on the bus and the kids were getting sick, they immediately called in hazmat. You know, because with the way the climate schools are now, with sure. everything that's been happening... Oh, yeah, you got to be careful. You, so you definitely have to be careful. Full hazmat team to make sure all the students were okay and to determine what the hazardous material was. Yep. Turned out it was Axe Body Spray, Joel. <laughs> It was Axe Body Spray there, my friend. A student Which had, I has always said is hazardous <coughs> to your health. The odor, a student apparently sprayed it very liberally on the bus. Said what, that he, he, by liberally, do you mean like he set it down like a bug bomb? No, and he, he just, just like, like kept spraying it, it apparently, like liberally. I guess he was just waving it around, <laughs> spraying it like a, like a dumb kid on a bus. Maniac. So, the division chief, Mike Williamson... I'm assuming that's a police title. Okay. No one would confess to using the spray. He then personally interviewed each one. And when he walked up to one and they and kind of choked from the scent? So, apparently this <laughs> is like, a that's, thing. That's who it is? This is a thing that kids are doing. Where it's like, they take their axe and they spray each other like as a prank. Like, oh, you smell like axe. You smell like dirty ball sack. <laughs> so. Which is accurate. Nobody, so he was, he, now I, I like the, the police officer because he was saying they must have watched a lot of episodes of Band of Brothers because not one person would say who did it. Yep, nobody talks. So once he got down the line, you know, like you said, you could smell who had it. <laughs> so I although, called it, I called it. Although that the incident was ruled a prank, it's still being investigated. Okay. Um, footage from the bus's cameras are going to be reviewed. There could actually be charges. The kids' parents could be charges, fined. really. Like, like the uh, like for uh, misuse of public of um of emergency services. Oh, okay. Uh, his okay. parents okay. may have to pay a you know. So I mean, this kid could still get in quite. Some, yeah. You yeah. can't mess around with that because no, no, you're taking resources not. away. Um, now, 
on a set on a on a more on a more realistic note, the police chief there, Williamson, did say that this was the first axe body spray evacuation of his career. <laughs> so And hopefully his last. Yes. I'm sure he doesn't want to smell that again. Yes. Yeah. So Alright. Art. Five this Art. is the fifth baked potato. Art imitating life. Okay. The title of this one is A Man Fell Into an Art Installation. Because a man fell into an art installation. Oh, did a man fall into an art installation? So, art can play tricks on the mind, thanks to optical illusions, you know, like the 3D art pictures. Yes, yes, yes. The one, you, you go in the mall and you see them standing there, dummies are standing there for 45 minutes trying to see a stupid deer in a Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, the one where you have to, like, unfocus your yeah. eyes or whatever. And, yeah. And, and you always have, there's always that one person, I can't do it. Yeah, I and they're looking so, it. yeah. So they stand there for, so, although it's dumb... Very rarely does any kind of art like that put anyone in serious danger of True. being injured. True. Yeah, no, there's not really a danger of that. But one art piece did. So, a man visiting, and I am going to butcher this name because it is in uh, Portugal. The Fundacao de Cervales Museum of Contemporary Art. Okay, yes, I'm sure you mispronounced it. It's that. in Porto, Portugal. Porto. <laughs> Porto. Porto, Portugal. Is it Porto, Portugal? Porto, Portugal. <laughs> a man accidentally fell into the work of a famous, famed artist, Anish Kapoor, which is called Descent into Limbo. So, All right. when you're probably thinking, what, like, what do you mean he fell into it? Like, he knocked it over? Um, no. Yeah, how did he um, fall into that? The actual, actual art piece... Is an actual hole in the ground, in the hole. That's a hole that's made to look like a two-dimensional hole. It it so it looks like it's just a painting of a hole, but it, it is an actual. hole. That's an actual hole. <laughs> so uh, Google the word Google <laughs> Google um uh descent. What was it? What did I say? It was yeah, called? descent into limbo. Descent into limbo. Google yes. that and look at the picture. So what it what it is, a man in his 60s. This is weird. It, he wanted to see if it was indeed a hole because he couldn't tell. So he went to step on it and fell eight feet <laughs> into the hole. <laughs> to the illusionist credit, to the illusion's credit, there no. are signs all around it. I don't see any in the picture. Right. But right. there's no, supposed I'm looking, to be signs. I'm looking at it right as now. As well as a guard. There's supposed to be a guard to tell you not to step not into to the step hole. Not to step into the hole. Yeah. So, no, it looks like it is a hole. It lo it, no, it actually, when I'm looking at the picture, it looks like it is a just a black spot painted on the ground. So, it looks like it's just a, a two, like you said, a two-dimensional picture. It's, it's a... A black like, it oh, looks like, like a two D painting. This reminds me. It looks me, like he painted it a black spot. It looks like it's something that Wiley e. Coyote would do yes. to trap the Roadrunner. That's yes. what it does look like. So the man did not. He he had to be hospitalized after the fall. Um, he minor injuries, thankfully. Thankfully. Um, now it's a trick of the eye the way that this particular person does his stuff. Um, it's made possible because he has he gets to use a color called Vanta Black. Oh yes, I've heard of that. So the, the whole that, that absorbs like all light. It's the blackest material in existence. Yeah, yeah. He won the exclusive rights to do this in 2016. Yeah, because that's very dangerous. So what happens is he can eliminate any visible death. So he paints the walls of the hole with the Vanta Black. Yeah. And you can't see anything. You can't see curves, contours. All you see is it looks like no because it's it's like an extreme black that absorbs all all light waves. I've heard yes. of that before. Yeah. So this poor guy fell into the. Tr I mean, granted, you probably shouldn't have been doing it anyway. Uh, so that's th that, just so, crazy yeah, though. That was that. Like, do yourself a favor. Look that picture up because, like, when I was looking at that picture again, it looks like it's just a two dimensional hole, and it reminded me of Wiley like, like what Wiley Coyote. Painting the, the like the train tunnel on yep. the side of the, the mountain. Yep. Yeah, that's and exactly the, and what it the train looks like. comes through. Yeah, yeah. So that was my five Weird. baked potatoes or five candy yams for Christmas. Five candy yams. All right. <laughs> I hope you guys well, enjoyed them. As I try, I threw in one Christmassy one. I hope everyone enjoyed the entire uh, broadcast tonight. Yes. Um, we had a great time. Uh, really hoping that you guys did. Again, we're gonna take next week off. Yes. Ba uh, Boozy may have himself a little special thing. 
But yep, we're gonna, we may do a little thing. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to come back. Now, um, we are. We haven't made any official announcements. We're still th thinking over. We are considering a special New Year's Eve broadcast um, for the Boozy Big Show because we are hosting a party that night. Yes, Maybe we are. Starting a little early, do like a show before. You know what I mean? Like, yep, we can do like a, a lead-in, uh, maybe like a, a little short half-hour we'll, thing. We'll have a little more about that. Yep. One of us will uh, keep, keep track. Uh, find us on Facebook, Boozy and Big Saturday Night Show. Um, we're on. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. I'm, I'm putting more stuff up on that. Listen to us on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, Anchor, anywhere yep. you get. Pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. Um. You know, you, like I said, Facebook's a good spot. Throw us some comments. Throw us likes. Give us some shares. We without you guys listening, we would just be two guys talking into microphones. Which, as I say that, I realize that's actually what we are—is just two guys talking into microphones. We really are. We really so, are. But we do want to thank you all for listening. Uh, I, we're hoping that you are having a great time. Yeah. Again, uh, two weeks from now, we're going to come back with uh, special guest Holly Berlin, the owner of Singers Karaoke Club. Uh, that should be a great time. Uh, first gonna, episode of the new year. She's going to stick with us. I, and I, I figured it would be good to have her first episode of the new year because yeah. she's been with us since the beginning. Um, so uh, we're going to have a great time. I think we're going to talk a lot about music that night. Yep. She's in a band called Fuzzbox. Yep. And uh, then after that, we're going to do, uh, you know, we're just going to keep going. Yep. So absolutely. thank you guys for listening. Uh, we really appreciate your, uh, your, uh, I don't know, your loyalty. Loyalty, I know, yes. I guess. Is that a good word? Papua New Guinea and India. We wanna... I see you. I see you both look watching us. And whoever is listening in Oregon, thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. I don't know who you are, but thank you. Uh, we want to say uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone out there. Um, remember, if it's boozy, drink it. And if I'm not there, pass it to the left. Peace. Good night, everyone. <laughs>